Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first podcast episode of Black and Grownish. I'm your host, Ashley. And I'm your co host, Lauren. And we have a pretty legit episode for you guys today. Y'all, it is 2022, and I'm honestly having a really difficult time understanding how we made it here. Um, right. It, it was just 2019, uh, it feels like two days ago, and now it's 2022. Um, so we are going to be discussing resolutions, what we have planned for this year, what expectations we have, all sorts of stuff. Um, it's crazy because the last time that we were attempting, like last time Lauren and I were talking to each other, we were actually talking about the time that we had met and how long ago it was. Yes. Um, I've at this point determined, I feel like it was 2010. It had to be like 2010 because I feel like I really started hanging out with you my sophomore year of college. And I yeah. feel like that was like 2010 going on 2011. Yeah. That was I so think- long ago. It was. I think I had moved to Virginia in like at the end or mid of 2009. And like my mom had been telling me about you. Shout out to my mom. (laughs) And um, yeah, I don't know what ended up happening, but I just felt like we just really didn't connect or like we would text a little bit and then like just kind of fall off and then like text and then fall off. And then, and then we hung out one time and went to go get burgers at a really expensive place. And that's all we could afford. And we've been friends ever since. And that was like, I'm pretty sure that was like the top of 2010. Because I was, I think I was 20 and you were still 19. But remember, like I got my license at 19. So I feel like you were 19 and I was 18. Because I remember I could drive to come see you. Like my dad had to drop me off at the mall. Like remember, he like dropped me off. (laughs) And he walked me in because he was like, I want to make sure this girl isn't a weirdo. Um, probably jokes on Papa T. I am a weird, right? Right. (laughs) But definitely because he knew your mom, he was like, you know, this lady, I don't know what she breeds. So, um, he walked me in there, (laughs) he walked me in there to come meet you. So I had to be 18 because I did not have my license yet. I didn't get my license. And then I remember my sophomore year, we hung out a lot, but I lived on campus at the time, Mm -hmm. part of the time. So it was just, it was so long ago. Either way, in 2010, that was 12 years ago. Yeah. That was Girl. 12 years ago. Right. I've been out of high school I- 10 years, and then we got our friendship. So, yeah, it's crazy. That's crazy. I actually I think- went to like one of my high- – well, I didn't go, but I was supposed to go to my high school reunion, I guess it was, in 2019, but mm-hmm. I didn't go. I did not go either and now I'm kind of regretting it because then COVID happened right at the end of 2019 and then we've been in 2019 extended version ever since (laughs) (laughs) it really was because I I mean we started hearing about COVID but then I remember I had I was in the office I had just moved to Georgia in 2020 and then they were talking about COVID and I'm in Georgia so lord only you can imagine what they were saying in the office. Right. Um, you know, right. If you don't die, it doesn't matter. 
only okay. old people are dying. Like that's the thing that they were saying. But either way, you know, they were saying all of that. And I just remember having a complete panic attack in early March. Like I'm going to die in this office because these people don't care. And then they sent us all home and I haven't been home since, since March 21st of 2020. I have not been back in the office forcefully since. Like I've gone in a couple of times just to go in, but not by force. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, so like the beginning of the pandemic, I'm not going to say it was a joke, but for me, Mm. I had already been working from home. So I like for almost a whole year prior to COVID so that my job is just remote. So like there really wasn't any kind of like disrupt for me because it's Mm. like, girl, I'm already here and I didn't (laughs) want to leave to begin with. (laughs) I didn't want to leave my house. I think that's one of the things that COVID has like. Like, I guess the year, like, at the end of 2019, 2020, and 2021 is, like, I am truly a homebody. I don't need Mm. to leave my house to have a good time. Like, I realize I spent a lot of years, like, forcing that kind of trait on me when, realistically, Mm. all I want to do is just hang out. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I want to go out with my friends, but also, and maybe it's because I'm 30 now. Like, I'm not interested in going to a club. If you want to hang out, let's hit a happy hour. Let's get drunk before the sun goes down so that I can be in my bed by eight. You know? Preach. Preach. (laughs) And if I'm going to spend money to go out, like, I do not want to be shouting at you over the base Mm. of the the club. Like, can we not sit at the bar? Can we not, like, like, I'm even cool with Applebee's. You want to go to Applebee's? Oh my God. So I'm so glad that we're talking about this because that, I feel like, if anything, when we're thinking about reflecting on the past two years, because, you know, I, I'd like to reflect on both of them because they were one right. jumbo year. Exactly. That is, I have learned so much about myself. I just feel like I just mm-hmm. learned so much. Like I'm more of a lounge girl or like a dive bar. You know what I mean? I want yes. cheap beer. You know, mm-hmm. I do like a good you know, cocktail. So I'll pay for that. Like I will pay for a nice crafted cocktail, but I do not want to be sitting over here bumping and grinding up against a 22 year old and have them sweating on me. I just don't want that. That is exactly how COVID started in my opinion. (laughs) These fools going out here licking doorknobs and then bumping and grinding on people. And I just cannot do that. I just, I'm a fan of just protected sex and just protected encounters with people I'm a fan of wearing gloves and masks I don't want to be I don't want to do this no oh my god it's crazy because it's like I think of all the times you know like that I would spend like oh yeah I need to go out I need to go out and now like people be like oh Lorraine you should come and I'm like oh yeah I'll have my outfit picked out I'll have showered got my shoes and then they hit me with the it don't start until 11 I'm not gonna make that baby (laughs) right I I can't go 11 girl where I come from all the bars and stuff close at 1 a.m so what do you mean it doesn't start till 11 you don't plan the party (laughs) but maybe that's a problem for us because I'm okay with getting drunk at like seven o'clock in the evening and passing out by nine like I'm okay with that to be honest that's my preference like I have also learned that like I am I am a day drinker like I Mm -hmm. like to get like brunch mimosas let's do it because I feel like I can reset during the daytime and then when I go to bed to get up for my nine to five I don't feel Mm -hmm. like it 
Right, because you've been able to throw up, you've been able to boot, rally, and, you know, you've been in bed for at least eight hours. Right, right, right. Now, I will tell you that (laughs) 20-year-old Loren and 21-year-old Loren was getting hammered daily and making it to 8 a.m. statistics. How? No Mm. idea. None. I remember when you first moved to Atlanta and you would tell me that you would just stop off at the bar in that mall that you worked oh at God, and get a jacket, a Jack Honey and tea. Yeah. Was Listen, it tea? and I felt, yeah, so uh, it's the Jack Honey and sweet tea or Jack Honey and lemonade, whatever. But like, I felt like at that time, and I guess still at this time, I feel like being able to go to a bar by yourself, get a drink or two and go home is like elite, top tier adult status. It's very classy. Very classy. I feel like all the mysterious, classy women with, you know, uh, adequate amount of money in their in their thirties <laughs> all go to the bar by themselves, have like a stiff drink. You know what I mean? Yes. And oh read God. a book and bring like a oh goldfish or something yes. like that. Oh my God. So before we move into future resolutions, let me tell you what I used to do when I was traveling for work in Wichita. So I would literally do that. Like when I was working, I would get off of work or whatever. I'd bring my headphones. I'd go down to the bar. I'd go, drive down to the Buffalo Wild Wings. I'd bring a book and I would legitimately have, and I had a, I had a recipe. It was, I'm going to get a double of tequila and water. Oh, wow. I'm going to read my book. Okay. Then I'm going to get another double tequila and water. I'm going to read my book and then I'm going to order some wings. Okay. Now when the wings come, we're going to switch to a PB Porter just to kind of steal in. Yes. And it's a peanut butter Porter. Yes, ma'am. Disgusting. It's delicious, which is crazy because, you know, I really don't like beers and I don't know what the difference between a Porter and an IPA is, but I really did enjoy it. And then I would close my eyes eat my wings. And then when I'm almost done with my wings, I'm going to get a chocolate cake to go and my tab. And so like when Ooh. I was coming there, yes, girl, like get, because it's, it's also important, which you don't realize when you're younger to like know how drunk you're trying to get. Like there's mm. one thing like trying to go out and be like, oh, I just want to have a good time. I, I'm going to get drunk. That is one thing. And then there's like, I'm just going to go and chill. Like I'm going to drink but I'm gonna chill you know what I mean and we never know that like I wish someone would have told us that in our 20s like just know your limit just know your limit for what you're trying to do just know your limit exactly so oh well that was our past and now we're moving forward we're accepting (laughs) 2022 yes so you've had a lot going on well you've had a lot going on though so just yeah what's been going on just so I feel like as much good I've had is as much, you know, bad I've had. So I got engaged to the love of my life. I bought a house. Sure. Um, my brother uh, joined the military and has graduated. Mm-hmm. He is safe. So he is now um, in the Air Force. Um, I applied for a promotion at work, got it. And then simultaneously, my mental health went down the tube had to take mm-hmm. a leave of absence, learned that I had ADHD, um, was dealing with some pretty significant depression, just like crying all the time because my job had me so stressed out. So it's been, it's been a whirlwind. Like, it, like I said, as much yeah. good has happened, as much, I don't want to say negative, but it's just like, I learned so much about myself and like how to make my ADHD work for me and just like realizing like sometimes the rain you do have to slow down and like having to slow down doesn't negate like 
the things that are that you're good at it just means like girl you need to take you're not a failure because you have to slow down you didn't fail because you have to slow down everyone needs to slow down and that was kind of like how that job was making me feel like I always feel I've always felt like I was the type of person that um I didn't I never really have to try very hard to be good at stuff you know what I mean like I I I learn it, I figure out how it works, I kind of move forward, and I feel like with jobs, and you know the type of jobs that we have, you really just have to find your stride, right, like, um, it's, it's new terminology, a new world, and I just felt like with this job, I could not find my stride, no matter mm-hmm. what I did, and so it was constantly, like, me trying and trying and trying just to be knocked back down again, you know, so Jesus I'm glad you're out of that though that sounds terrible (laughs) it was and you know what like it really shook my self-confidence when it came to my job because I pride myself in in my work and that's the Capricorn in me like I pride myself in being able to do a good job and to admit defeat oh girl I was hard yeah I was off of work for three weeks almost a full month and then I came back and I was like I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> you know, I did my best. I did what I could, but I ended up applying to like go back to my previous job and I could not be happier. Happier. Good. Yeah. Girl. What about you though? What what is what is what is, what is, what is twenty twenty one do for you? <laughs> what, what 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 when it comes to a <laughs> and when it comes to it when it comes to a drink, I, I'm a happy. <laughs> um so yeah, I basically I feel like we live the exact same life, um, ex- minus the house. I moved to Georgia, didn't like it. Um, I moved to Indiana, I'm loving it. Um, I love living here. So much fun. Fun fact, um, fun fact oh, between yeah. me and Ashley, we have always lived in the same state, directly behind each other. So. <laughs> We were in South, she, I left South Carolina in seventh grade. She came in seventh or in beginning of eighth grade. Yeah. And then went to Virginia mm-hmm. and then was in Virginia. And then I went to Indiana, Indianapolis. Okay. Three streets, up, maybe a little bit more. I'm dramatic from where she lives right now. Yeah. And now I'm in Texas, but we have pretty much been following each other. Oh, and I was in Atlanta up until the year that she moved. <laughs> yeah. And then I was in Texas. So it's, we do live the same life it's crazy we really did and we're not going to tell you guys about this in this episode but if we weren't fighting I'd probably be in Texas right now like if we weren't fighting when I had the opportunity we'd probably be in Texas (laughs) right now but I'm in Indiana instead um but no all jokes aside I love it um I also got engaged this year um I also did the same thing with my job I did a promo and then I went back because my I'm the same way like I I thought I was getting it at my job that's what really got me is that I thought I was getting it and my results showed that I was getting it but I was just dealing with someone supervisory wise that just we didn't mesh like we just were not meshing with each other so every single thing I did was a problem and it just became Mm -hmm. very much so toxic to me and I don't I don't ever need to or want to be in a space where I feel like every single time I get off the phone like I have so many friends who can tell you like I'm crying after work and I'm doing x y and z like I don't want to feel like that and I feel like for me I feel like I've always been that person that I feel like I listen to people who are crying like you know what I mean like oh you're crying to me and you're just telling me all this other stuff I felt so weak in that space 
Uh-huh. And I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I didn't like how I was feeling. I did not like how emotional I was. Um, and I just didn't like how that lady made me feel. Like this yeah. bitch was literally, I, I knew that she was going to be a problem when we had like our first one-on-one and this bitch is on Skype with me or whatever. It's WebEx Teams. And mm-hmm. she's on the phone with me and she has like, you know, those long cigarettes? Like, like oh those my long, God. Like the Virginia Yes, or but like it wasn't slip. It was yes. It was like a Marlboro, like one hundred or whatever it is. But it was a First long all, fucking cigarette. If she's smoking a Marlboro, Marlboro, anything, those are cowboy killers. Okay? It was a, it was a Marlboro. <laughs> I saw it on the package. But she gets on the phone and she is just like smoking. And smoking oh these God. long cigarettes. We're on the phone for fifteen minutes. You've had five cigarettes. This is a. And this is, is this in her home? Yes, like is you know, we're working from home. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, no. I'm sorry. She was outside. Oh. She was definitely outside. But like, she's like, "Hey, Ashley," and then you see her put the thing in her mouth, flick, flick, <laughs> flick, and then she's just smoking, and she won't stop. And I'm just like looking at her, and like, I don't have any problem. You know, you smoke, you do whatever. But I feel like it's 2022. Most people are doing e-cigarettes, so it was right. just very weird for me to look at her and I guess I should have understood it's Georgia so maybe like more people do that but like I haven't seen somebody smoke in a Newport short and I don't know how long that this was crazy I was yeah. just hurt I was like so I don't even know how we're really talking about my performance at this point because you've had <laughs> cigarettes you've had and I'm concerned about you I think you need to and invest coffee. in the EAP program <laughs> Like smoking pills, ma'am. What is going on? Like I felt like I had secondary, like secondhand smoke just from watching her. It was insane. But we just didn't mesh well. I moved to my prior position and then Mm -hmm. I had the best supervisor ever. Um Lauren will tell you I said he was my boyfriend. I still feel like that's my man. And um (laughs) I'm really upset about him and his family and his children. Like I don't understand why he doesn't love me the way that I love him, but Either way, we're past it. Yeah. Um, I had the best supervisor ever, and I just thrived in that position. Um, yeah. Moving to Indiana, I'm still doing pretty well. I'm doing the same thing in the same position. People pretty much leave me alone, so I don't have mm-hmm. like much of an issue. Um, yeah. But I'm happy. I'm healthy. Yeah. I'm trying to drink more water. <laughs> but, you know, life is crazy. But, yeah, I had a an interesting couple of years. Um, yeah. I don't but I'm think, just happy to be on the outside of it. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think I ever realized how much hating your job affects not only your job though, but like your outside life. Like I can oh say God. during that th- during the time, the eight months that I was in that role, like I feel like it was a blur in the mm. worst kind of way. Like I remember going mm. to doctor's appointments and then being like, Why are you here? And I'm like, girl. You tell me what's on the paper. Like I I was here three months ago, but like my brain is mush. Like just like you said, I need to react the phone. Hello, like you you were getting off the phone and you're crying. I mean, it affects your partnership because it's like I can't even give my partner everything that they deserve because I'm waking up at 5 a.m., working till 9 a.m. I'm crying, I'm having meetings, I'm coming up with you know what I mean? Like, I don't think I ever realized how much that truly affected me and so yeah on top of not loving the job I then felt like I wasn't being a good partner I wasn't being a good sister like mm-hmm. it was just so much going on so I'm, I'm just glad to like move forward I'm I want this year for us to just be kind of like smooth sailing like that's kind of like what yeah. my goals are this year you know 
Yeah. So with talking about goals, do you do resolutions, visions, goals? How do you do things? Like, how do you normally yeah. do Yeah. So I think, so this year, normally I do do like a, a true resolution and goals and shit like that. Um, this year though, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm just kind of focusing on whatever I need to focus on. You know, like I'm kind of letting it present mm. itself. Right now, my main focus for me is just kind of getting my getting my days kind of more structured. I always don't have known that I do better when I have like a very structured life. You know what I mean? Like I'd be one of those people who right. go to prison and the prison guards would love me because I'm- I hate I, you. <laughs> I know, but I'm serious. Oh, is it time to shower? I'm on my way. Oh, it's 6.02, it's time for brekkie? On my way. <laughs> oh, we're going to the yard? On my way. Oh, it's my day mm. to clean the bathroom? I'm on my way. <laughs> so- um, And you clean it with maxi pads. Yeah, Lord. whatever. I mean, <laughs> give me a little bit of comment and some kaboom. I can make anything shake. What's up? <laughs> I don't think they're giving you. I don't think they're giving you that. Sorry. So, yeah. So right now, my main focus, and I'm only focusing on one thing, is just getting up earlier. Um, mm. my goal has been to just get up like at 5 a.m. and I kind of didn't structure the morning I just kind of do what I want but the only goal is to get up at 5 a.m you know what I mean so I feel yeah. like I'm giving myself umbrella goals so this week I was really just focused on like getting up and I've been able to like clean do laundry hang out with my dog get some reading done um and then also too I just feel like it makes my brain wake up so when it's time for me to get to work like I'm bright eyed I'm bushy tailed I'm ready to go so that's been <laughs> <Nice>. my main goal <laughs> um and then just kind of uh take care of myself, you know, give myself grace where I deserve it. Yeah. Acknowledge when they're, when I don't want to do something, no is a complete sentence type thing. Like if I don't want to do it, right. I don't want to do it. And I don't need to feel guilty about it. So yeah, I guess that's, that's what I, that's what I want to do this year. <laughs> like I didn't want to do nice. anything too rigorous because I feel like when you do that and then you don't need it, you rebound and you kind of backslide. So I figured if I gave myself more umbrellas and as long as right. whatever I'm doing fits into that, then I'm satisfying my goal. Hopefully that makes sense. <laughs> nice. No, 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 that completely makes sense. My thought process this year was the same kind of with you. I'm giving myself more grace because I found myself thinking about resolutions and how I do resolutions every single year. And I'll always mm -hmm. have like 10, 15, 20, and like these long lists of things that in my opinion are unrealistic or don't really get down to the root cause of what I'm really trying to do this year, you know? Mm -hmm. And so this year I just decided um, I'm just going to have a vision. I'm just going to manifest for what I'm expecting my 2022 to be like. And I am someone who drinks water. I, I drink water and I am someone who's just going to be authentically me a hundred percent of the time. So I just feel like, um, the way that I am, I just have like really high expectations for myself and I have very high expectations for the people around me, which is pretty toxic in my opinion, but you know, I don't think my goals are unreasonable. I just, <laughs> whatever, but yeah, I just have really high expectations for myself and I have really high expectations for the people around me. And I'm just going to let that go. I want to just be me a hundred percent of the time and be happy with the person that I am. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to speak up, you know, I'm going to speak my mind. I'm going to say, you know, 
what I mean when I want to say it. And I feel like that's something that in 2020, 2021, I wasn't doing much of. I did a lot of like allowing people to kind of like do whatever they wanted and when it impacted me, you know what I mean? Because obviously you can do whatever you want to do, but when people were doing things that would impact me, I wasn't saying anything and I was just trying to like suck it up and move on. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't want to do that anymore. I feel like that was my main issue when it came down to the job that I got in Georgia was I wasn't speaking up for myself and I wasn't being assertive in my space and authentic when it comes down to me and my feelings um, or anything like that. So I just want to be authentically me 100% of the time. If there's something that someone asks me to do that I don't want to do, I'm not going to do it. Um, If, you know, when it comes down to my job, I am and you know, I hope no one's listening in upper management, but at the end of the day, <laughs> I'm not giving a hundred percent of myself to this job anymore because I don't right. care for it that much. At the end right. of the day, this job is something that gives me a paycheck and I appreciate that. And I'm very much so thankful that it allows me to live the way that I live and be, you know, how I am and I can shop yeah. and do whatever I want to do. But I'm not staying up until three o'clock in the morning anymore for a job that doesn't, in my opinion, serve me. I am now going to move forward with doing things that serve me. And I feel like I'm going to hone in on being more creative and just doing the things that I want to do. I really like Mm -hmm. to write. I really like to, you know, do things that are just a tad bit more thought provoking than my monotonous nine to five. So I'm going to really hone in on that this year. and. pay attention to the relationships that also serve me as well. You know, like the friendships that serve me, those are the ones that I'm going to be paying attention to. And I'm not going to put too much effort into friendships that I don't, we're we're half the time in all honesty, I don't even really like you, but I'm just like, (laughs) you you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to do that anymore. And I've started doing that. I've just started not really like, I'm not, let me not say I'm not responsive, but I'm not putting myself out there all the time for people that, in my opinion, just don't serve me. Um, yeah. And I think it's a lot easier too to, to think about it because we're planning weddings. It's a lot right. easier to think about, okay, who really is my friend and who isn't when you're thinking about your bridal party, when you're thinking about like who you want to, who, who you're willing to spend $80 a head for when I'm it comes down to Right. $99 if you want all inclusive. I know. I've been looking. (laughs) I am. I'm having an open bar. Like, I know what I want. And I just don't. I I am realizing. I'm like, and that's friends, family, everything. I'm only putting in the effort that I feel like is necessary for certain things that I'm letting other things go. And it doesn't mean that I have to block you. I'm just not engaging. Let me not say engaging. I'm just not investing anymore. Yeah. You're meeting essentially where they're at. Like the way you treat me is the way I'm going to treat you. And that's not like in a, in a petty kind of way, but it's just like, I understand now where our friendship lies on your spectrum. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to meet you at that same spectrum. And in the event you decide that our friendship is going to slide more towards you know, past acquaintances into true friends and you want to start doing stuff with me, then my spectrum is going to slide and we can adjust accordingly. Mm-hmm. One of the things right. my therapist, well, one of the things my therapist told me um, was that you are allowed to reestablish boundaries. And for whatever reason that clicked in my head, I was like, oh, you're right. So just because I'm mad at someone or we're not where we were before or whatever, you know, the situation is like, you are completely allowed to 
take this new information, this new effort and reformulate yeah. your boundaries, you know? Exactly. So, but and I think that's what I'm doing. I think that's what it is. It's just boundary setting. That's all it is. I'm just setting boundaries because I just find myself with a whole bunch of people. Like I just, my personality is one where I feel like I can kind of get on with most anybody, but mm-hmm. I can tell when I'm just not really going to be like when this doesn't really make sense to me, it's not mm-hmm. going to be a friendship. I know that this is not going to work. Um, or I just know that maybe this job is not going to work. Hell, even with my boss from Georgia, I knew that was not going to work. You got yeah. on the phone with the cigarettes and I knew that we were not vibing. Like this is just not going to be the situation. That and though, you're done. You're, you're done. done. Immediately you're done. You're done. You're done. And I just... <laughs> I wish that I would have just spoken up just like I wish that I would have obviously not about your cigarettes. You can smoke how many cigarettes you want to smoke, but like when it just comes down to the vibe, like if it's just not there, it's just not there. And I realized that even when I was going through that stuff with work, I wasn't being authentic to myself because I'm sitting over here looking for jobs in the same line of work that I'm already in. And I don't want to do that. You know, like I'm trying Mm -hmm. to transition. I want to transition by 2030 not doing this at all. I don't want to do this. I want to do something that brings me joy, that brings me happiness. And I know that takes time, but that's where I'm going to start honing my skills. You know, that's just where I'm going to hone it. I'm I'm not putting more energy into this. Yeah. That's kind of like where I am. I don't dislike my job right now in any kind of way, but just kind of like you said, right now it allows me to live. It allows me to pay mortgage. It allows me to do what I want. But like, I never wanted to be an insurance adjuster, <laughs> but who does? Like, I don't think anybody in this whole, whole world ever wakes up and thinks, oh, I want to call people's bullshit every day. Right. <laughs> I want to be yelled at every single day on behalf of my company. Right. Because you didn't, <sighs> because you didn't pay your premiums. You're absolutely correct. It's my fault. You don't have coverage. You're completely <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But at the same time, yeah. like. I don't, I don't really know what I want to do, mm. you know, like, I, like, I really don't know. So I think that that's another vision for me as well this year. Um, I'm going to entertain the possibility that like, maybe I won't be at this company forever. Um, yeah. I love the benefits. I love my 401k right now. I get like almost a day of paid time off every check. So there are definitely right. some perks, but you know, like you said, I like, by the time I start having kids and we get done planning this wedding and we're married, like I want to make sure that my job is bringing me a source of joy. Mm. I deserve it. Mm. You deserve Girl. it. We all deserve it. Girl, I don't know if I deserve, just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I, we both do. And it's so, I just think it's so crazy because 2020, like numerology wise was supposed to be this massive year of change and like enlightenment and I feel like it was to an extent you know what I mean like our entire world flipped upside down I realized that the job I was doing and hell the job most of us are doing can be done at home you do not need to be in an office this is an unnecessary amount of money that the company is spending on commercial space that I don't even really need to be in. I do not deal with customers face to face. I've never dealt with customers face to face. So it was just a complete utter waste of time um, and a waste of emissions that you guys are throwing into the atmosphere with all that AC and heat that you're doing, but God knows, whatever. It was just a waste. And then I also just kind of realized, I also realized how nasty we are as North Americans, in my opinion, 
nasty. Like, and, and me too, like going to the grocery store, touching things, touching things. And I'm a nail biter. So Ugh. immediately getting into my car and like biting my nails because I'm nervous because there's traffic or, or whatever. Like it was just, it was a lot. And now I feel like I've developed some sort of anxiety because mm. going out makes me extremely anxious. I don't like to be around people for long periods of time. And I also am concerned about meeting people at this point because people are insane. There was yeah. an insurrection on January 6th. Like there's just so much going on. You don't know people. Like I just don't know anyone. And I just so feel let like- let me ask you this. So like, <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you this. Do you think it's truly a new anxiety or do you think you've always just been someone who likes to keep to yourself and you were just forcing yourself to be outgoing or forcing yourself to so, put yourself out there because you thought you were supposed to? Because like I said, I, I was definitely, I felt, I yeah. definitely felt that way, you know, like I was I, definitely forcing myself. I was okay. definitely forcing myself because okay. I just find myself like, you know, my personality. I just feel like I get into a space and I don't really like awkward silences. I don't like silence at all. So I tend to fill space with words. And so I'll just start talking and like, whatever, whatever. And I think as a normal person, I do feel like I am very outgoing. I do feel like once I'm comfortable, I'm outgoing. I like to have a good time. I'll tell you my business. Like, I don't really care. Like, I love, you know, whatever. I like banter. But I feel like a lot of the times I was forcing myself kind of like a circus animal, in my mm -hmm. opinion, just to yeah. kind of like put on a show for people so that I'm interesting, so that people think that I'm cool, so that people want to hang out with me more. When in the grand scheme of things, having to quarantine or having to like isolate made me realize that like, I find solace being by myself and I need to be by myself. And I don't yes. give myself a lot of opportunity to like um, recharge my social battery. I was just mm -hmm. talking to Lisa, my fiance yesterday when we went out to dinner, I said, had I not moved at the top of the pandemic, had I still been in Virginia when this whole thing started, I said, I would still be there because mm -hmm. I had the perfect setup in my apartment. I was so happy. I had two TVs. I finally had a couch. You know, I had a loft style apartment that was pretty dark. So in my room, there were no windows. It was just brick. So Beautiful. I literally didn't even realize that the sun was out. Um, yeah. I had a desk. I had space. You know what I mean? It was just enough space for me. I was just telling her, I said, I probably would have gotten a small dog and I would have just stayed where I was and maybe gotten like a bedroom furniture set. But I was like, we would be discussing you moving to Virginia because I, I would never move. If I, I never left. Yes, if I had the opportunity to be isolated in my apartment where there's not a lot of noise, I never really had any issues. I had a whole bunch of med students around me. Mm. So it was med students, nurses, doctors, all of them stayed there because I was right by the hospital. Um, oh, I literally wouldn't have left my apartment. There would be yeah. zero. I would have fixed the call box so that DoorDash could drop things off straight to my door and I would have been good. Like, it's just a mess. But yeah, I realized those things. And, and that, so that's why I say like 2020 really was, it was changing and it was enlightening because you, mm -hmm. I feel like I realized so much, so much was happening. Yeah. And I realized so much, even with my relationship with my family, it has gotten so much better since quarantine started because I moved and I'm just starting to realize just like how much I appreciate my parents and how much they've really done for me. And then also mm -hmm. just like with my mom in particular, how much she's really sacrificed for me. I just was so appreciative. And I realized I was like, I was not, 
I didn't appreciate her before. And it took for me to move, for me to realize like, oh my goodness, like I love my mother. My mother loves me to death. And I really, mm-hmm. dang, I wish I would have really, what is it? Um, like honed in on our connection and really spent more mm-hmm. time with her when I was just down the street. Yeah. You know? But but I will say also too, like I agree with that. Like I think we're getting older now. So mm-hmm. we're seeing more family dynamics that are different from ours. Yeah. And so I think we're coming out of that that mentality of like parents. Right. And on some level, it's always going to be that because they're our parents. Right. But like you look at other people's relationship with your parents and you're like, my mom would never. Mama, Tommy Jean would never. Never. What is this? Your mom back to me? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we're, we're seeing the different dynamics. And yeah. I think it realizes that, like, I know for me personally, I used to have a lot of expectations on what families should look like and, and how they should work and everything like that. And, like, being with my partner, I'm just kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> so... I guess what I've learned is like you can have an expectation of what something is supposed to look like and then still have the outcome of that expectation even if it doesn't look the way you thought it was going to look you know and so I used to really struggle with thinking that if it didn't look exactly like that then I don't care how good the outcome was it just didn't matter because it didn't look how it was supposed to look you know so I definitely think like I'm I'm enjoying the relationship more, you know, with my parents. Like it's a lot different now that I have a house and things like that. So it's it's been good. It's been a lot of growing. It's been a lot of it's just been, I guess, a lot of realizations. A lot of like, damn, I'm 30. <laughs> like right. Like 20 year old Loren always wanted a house, but like to mm. actually have done it is like and then when you think about parenting, I know I spend so much time thinking these are not the same bills my mama was paying. And if they was, mm. she should have said something. She should have showed right. me a bill because I would have turned that water off. <laughs> she I wasn't going to. She was never going to show you her business. That was, she was not going to do it. But it, <laughs> it just creates this idea like, oh, my parents got it. They're, they're 30, so they know what's going on. It's a lie. No one knows what's mm. going on. Everyone's making it. Right. Well, you know what? So with that being said, I mean, we've talked about our our resolutions, visions, goals, or whatever. Now that you say that, I mean, what would your your advice be to your younger self? I mean, what would it be? They're all lying. Like, like, like everybody (laughs) is still figuring it out. Like, I know you're looking Mm -hmm. at like these 20 four-year-olds, these 25-year-olds, these 26-year-olds, especially with social media being what it is, it's so hard to think, oh my God, I'm 20, I'm still in college, I'm still living check to check to check. Baby, most people are. The ones that are right. are, are, are the top 1%, you know what I mean? So I know we hear this all the time, but do not judge where you are against anybody Mm -hmm. else's like everybody is still figuring it out like my mom is in her 50s looking gorgeous because black don't crack and in my head I I get it now I'm like you still figuring it out too like you do not have it all figured out like I don't think anybody does you know so they're all lying 20 year old Lorraine they're all lying they don't have it figured out 
it's okay to take your time. That's my advice. Mm. What about you? Mm. My advice to my younger self, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> um, it would be you have more than enough time, bitch. Like yeah. it does not need to be rushed. Like it, you, you need to calm down. And at the end of the day, I feel like too, stop allowing your fear to hold you back from doing the things that you truthfully want to do. Cause when I was in my twenties, I thought I was going to move to downtown Richmond, be in a loft apartment and work for a magazine, you know, do my own like writing on the side. I was going to one day be published in like okay, the New York Times or, you know, girl, I really <laughs> thought, like, I really thought I was going to be in like the New Yorker. Like I was going to finally get something published um, and do all of these things. And I got the opportunity, obviously, to live in downtown Richmond, which I was super excited about. But, you know, um, it it just didn't happen. And at the end of the day, my thought process has always been that, okay, well, if you don't do it by a certain time, then you're just never going to do it. So move on and find something else. Right. And that's just not true. Judge right. Judy said that if you don't do it in your twenties, you can do it in your thirties. If you don't do it in your thirties, you can do it in your forties and so on mm. and so forth. I have more right. than enough time. So you haven't failed, bitch. It's you just not time failed. for that yet. It's right. just not you, time for that yet. You got to do, you got to get something you there's another lesson you need to learn first because if you get into it now you're not going to know how to handle it so yeah girl you're not going to know how to handle it it's not going to be for you it's going to be a goddamn mess and then what are you going to do you're going to be crying you're going to be crying <laughs> you're going to be crying um you're going to be yes. eating your hair watching lost from oh the my God. again not a bezor not a bezor <laughs> Not a visa, but no, I would never watch Lost again. And I already told you that I am watching The Office. So the next time you hear that I am watching The Office and I'm just sitting down, just know I am eating my hair and I am depressed. I am okay. depressed. Okay. <laughs> so with that being said, girl, that was an amazing first episode. Besties, so glad that you guys to us. So with that being said, make sure that you guys tune in next Thursday when we post another episode. We're going to be talking all about fake friends. So fake make sure you tune into that. Follow us on Black and Grownish on Instagram. All of our yes. information is going to be down in the show notes below. You can follow me and Lauren on our own separate Instagrams as well. Yes, if so you want to get a peek being, into our personal lives. Yes, yes. A peek into my private life. Um, you know? <laughs> And, and if you send us three fire emojis on our podcast Instagram, I'll add you to my close friends. I will. Oh, on my Instagram. Close close friends. Friends. Yeah, girl. So then you'll see me looking real shifty. Looking a mess. I <laughs> go through my close friends because I don't even use it because I just put all my business out there for everyone. So obviously that's uh, a boundary that I need to work on. Right. You definitely need to set a boundary. You, you <laughs> we've got to have a close friend. We've got to set it. Mm-hmm. And mm. people get added and removed, girl. People get added and removed. <laughs> you are not going to see my private business because I talk about people there. Um, <laughs> so with that being said, guys, thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you guys next time. Bye.